This is the Warminster Town Football Club Supporter Podcast. This is the podcast by supporters for supporters. We bring you match reports, interviews and much more. We travel both home and away to bring you the excitement of non-league football to wherever you are. Well, once again, I am joined by Jamie House. Uh, hiya, Jamie. How are you doing today? Good evening. I am okay. Thank you. You? Yeah, very well. Thank you. A little disappointed after Saturday uh, with what happens. So we're going to talk about that. That's first up on the agenda is our little trip, say little trip, long trip down to Tavistock in Devon uh, for the Les Phillips quarterfinal, which was rolled over from last season. So, Jamie, your thoughts on the game, please. Yeah, it was a long old trip down there, and uh, unfortunately, it was a long trip for a defeat, sadly. But um, it wasn't our fault at the end of the day, I don't think. Um, you know, the, the game ended 4 0. Um, I don't think that was reflective of the team teams at all. I mean, Tavistock didn't look better than us for most of the game, you know. Um, really, it was the referee, I think, that, that ultimately decided the game in the end. Um, and, you know, I'm not the only one who thinks that. I think most of the people there thought that. Um, I think, Ch- you know, Churchy being getting two yellow cards in the space of about 10 minutes. Um, the first one was definitely dubious. Um, the second one, I reckon, probably did warrant a yellow. Um, but, you know, if he hadn't got that first one, he wouldn't have been sent off. So, uh, yeah, I think, I think that rather killed the game, really, in terms of any real competition. Um, and obviously, uh, uh, Jeff has got Simbind as well for uh, for complaining about it. I assume. Um, so uh, for for about ten minutes there, we were we were down to nine men, and we still held our own. You know, <laughs> that was, you know, Tavistock weren't suddenly upon us and and banging home the goals. So if we'd have kept eleven players on the pitch for the entirety, and uh, you know, I know maybe the game would have been officiated is slightly better I, I don't like to speak too ill of of uh, referees but um you know the, it was not a good game um and yeah the, the some of the punishment we got in in that game was incredibly harsh um and we should have been given a penalty as well um i noticed crabby posted something about that on twitter um when he saw the uh, picture i actually caught a, a picture of it that particular incident and it, it does appear to be in the box so uh, we were also uh, sold one there. So, uh, yeah, you know, it, it is what it is, unfortunately. It is. I mean, refereeing is a tough job. It's, it's, it's difficult to do. And you, even if you play something back on video, we see that with VAR. It's sometimes hard to <laughs> work out whether it is or it isn't, you know, with 16 mm. camera angles. But um, I think when, when yellow cards come out quite easily, it does throw a different tone on the game uh, from both sides. That to be fair, mm. um, the referee starts getting called into question, and then things can go a little bit wrong in in many ways. So let's hope we don't come across that too often this season. That uh, referees. Well, can... hopefully not. So far, all the uh, the officials I think have been pretty good actually in our games. So you know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, fair credit. 
in that way, isn't it? So, so obviously the the first goal came uh, about four minutes or so from the end of uh, what would have been normal time for the for the first half. Um, mm. Which again put Warmester under great pressure. We knew the second half was going to be a, a tough one, um, and I don't think the goal scoreline reflected say the performance in any way, did it? But uh, absolutely not, no. But that's that's the way it was. So it finished up four 0 and uh, fair play to Tavistock. They go through to uh, a semi final place now in the Les Phillips Cup. So we we do wish them well. They're a nice club, a very friendly bunch we met down there. I must say they were very welcoming. And it was nice to meet uh, people who came up and said hello from Tavistock. So thank you for that, Tavistock, if you're, if you're listening to us right now. So we might as well actually talk, Jamie, while we're on this, because it's only a short review, really, of that match, shall we? Uh, think about more positive mm-hmm. things. Obviously, Warminster, we know, have won three out of three in the league. Who's coming up next? Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Bishop Sutton at home uh, next Saturday, or this coming Saturday. Um, so that should be a good one, I think. They are mid-table at the moment, but one game so far. So um, they'll be arguably well-rested. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know when they played their last game, actually. Uh, oh, it was this weekend, actually, against uh, Shepton Mallet in the FA Vars. So, uh, yeah, they had two weeks off between uh, their, their opening game and that game. I'm not sure if they've played anything else in between. I assume not. There's nothing on the fixtures list here. Um so, yeah, that should be an interesting one. Uh, Bishop Sutton, again, are a bit of a... You never quite know what you're going to get um, in terms of, you know, how they're going to put up, how good they're going to be. Um, that is, you know, the the unpredictability of uh, non-league football, as it were. Yeah, that confidence is high for Warminster. I don't think we should be too disappointed with um, anything from Saturday. It's a one-off game down at Tavistock. Can't fault the players mm. for what their commitment, etc. the hard work they put in. And with 10 men, that was a lot of hard work. So we've got to hopefully keep 11 men mm. on the pitch on Saturday and have a good game against Bishop So <laughs> It's all to play for. And if we win that one, four out of four will be absolutely... certainly fun. is. It will indeed, yes. And we should go back top of the league, I believe, if we, uh, if we win. Uh, Lebeck are above us at the moment, but uh, only because they've played more games than us. So, uh, yeah. Excellent. So we'll look forward to that. So, Jamie, thank you once again. And by the way, Jamie, some great photographs coming from you now. So we appreciate those. We'll be able to see them on our Facebook page and Instagram as well. So look out for Jamie's You're very photos, welcome. everyone. All right. Take care. See you soon. It's been many years since Warminster Town Football Club had a ladies team. In fact, we used to have a very good ladies team back in the 1970s, a team that actually reached the semi-final of the Ladies FA Cup quite a feat to accomplish and also one of the players was actually an England international well that's something perhaps the new Warmster Town Football Club ladies team can actually aspire to so I'm going to interview the manager of the ladies team to get a little bit of insight into what's happening and to really help promote the ladies team so that people can find out more about them and come along and watch them play so I'm now too pleased to introduce to you our guest of the week up next is our guest of the week. Well I'm very pleased to welcome to the podcast Mr Tim Fry who's the manager of Warminster Town Ladies Football Club. Uh, Welcome Tim how are you doing? Yeah thank you very much yeah all doing well thank you thank you for inviting me on. 
Well, it's a pleasure. I've been wanting to, to do this since the ladies' team was started because I think it's, it's great for Warminster to have a ladies' team once again. So before we start talking too much about the team, let's introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your footballing background. Yeah, um, well, I've been sort of... I've always lived in Warminster. Always played sort of local football, if you like, the to Trowbridge Leagues, the Salisbury Leagues. Never quite got up onto the Weymouth Street, never quite made the grade up there. Um, and then sort of as soon as I started take, having a family, started getting involved in grassroots football. Um, probably been involved in grassroots for about 20 years now. Um, originally started with Highbury when my son was five. Managed his age group until he was about 12. He then moved on to Yeovil. And my daughter was about eight at the time and uh, she showed an interest in football. Um, at the time, Warminster didn't have a specific girls team. Um, unfortunately, Trowbridge was the nearest club to us. So uh, went across to Trowbridge, got asked to sort of manage the age group and just carried on really. Had 12 or 13 years with Trowbridge, took the girls from um, under eights into open age, which is obviously ladies football. And then had four years at open age, two years in the Wilts and the last two seasons um, in the southeast counties with Trowbridge. Uh, and obviously, yeah, now I'm now I find myself with once the town ladies. Very good. So, how's it going then with the team development, getting the team to start start afresh in a sense? How, how's it all working out? Yeah, well, we've been really fortunate. Um, it, it's a, a bit of a coming together of a couple of groups, really. Um, you obviously had a Sky Blues team that are sort of Warminster-based. Um, and obviously, my Trowbridge side, we, we folded mainly because of the COVID issues, sort of February, March time. Um, the club approached me to sort of take on the ladies. Um, so it was an opportunity to bring a couple of groups together and then really establish a really strong squad with some really good numbers around it. Um, and then alongside that, you've got players that have, have sort of looked at the interest and have joined as well. You know, example, Rachel Godden's come in from Yeovil, only 16, but she's a good quality little player. So we've been really fortunate. You know, there's been some really good interest from a couple of areas and it's got us in a really good position with some, with some strong players and a big squad. Well, that's good. Well, I noticed the, the goal scoring record so far for the ladies is looking pretty good. So far, so far. Yeah, I'm sure we're going to have um, tougher games to come. Maybe we were blessed. I mean, it is obviously our first first league appearance as the ladies team. Um, the first game we played was at Ashton. They were a side that come up from under 16s. And I think they're predominantly still quite a very young side. Um, so that's not a bad first league game for us. Marlborough, the one we've just played on Sunday, quite an established ladies team. Um, probably struggling themselves this year a little bit with, with numbers, but they are still quite an established side. Gave us a good test in the first half and then we sort of got up and running and the goals started coming through a little bit then. Yeah, I believe it finished up 10-1, wasn't it, in the end? 10-1, yeah, yeah. Still conceded two goals though, so a little bit of work to do yet. Mm. Yeah, well, that's 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 the thing, isn't it? It's it's, it's always uh, practice makes perfect. The more they play together, the better it will be. So you've seemed to have quite a lot in the in the squad. We, we've signed on about twenty six players. Yeah, um, which you know, 
I suppose if you look back over the previous seasons I've managed, you know, it's been the totally the opposite. Um, but it, like I've said, it, it's a great position to be in. Um, we've got good competition for places. Um, and it can only be healthy for, for Warminster going forward. You know, tw 26 signed on. We're taking 18 to a game, even though I can only name 16. We're trying to give an extra couple a bit of involvement in the squad on match days, just to try and keep the opportunities for people and keep them involved, really. That's good. Fantastic. So I don't know much about ladies' leagues in our area, or generally even across the country. I know ladies' football is extremely popular, which is, which is great news for, for football, for women's football generally. So what, what, what's the league that you're in, you're playing in right now? We currently play in the Wiltshire County Women's League. Uh, it's Division 1. To be fair, there is only one division, but we play in Division 1. That's uh, Tier 7 or Level 7 of women's football, if you like. Um, it's, it's quite a healthy league. There's 10 teams in our division. And we go Bath, Calm, Marlborough, Ashton Keys, Trowbridge Wanderers, Melchon, Chippenham, Salisbury and Highworth. So we've got a little bit of a broad spread. You know, we go across to Bath, up to sort of top end of Swindon. So it's, it's a good, healthy league. There's some established clubs in that league. Um, but there's also some new ones coming in. You know, Bath, I think this might be their first season for a while with women's football. I know Ashton, it's their first season. But then you look at teams like Melbourne and like already mentioned, Marlborough, they're quite established sides. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a good, healthy league. Uh, we'll, our season will probably run, probably to, if weather permitting, it'll probably run till end of January, maybe February, depending on the weather. Yeah. And yeah. obviously we've got the League Cup that we'll play in. And then we've already entered the County Cup. Always like to enter the County Cup. It's a good established cup. So I always like to enter that one. Yeah, it's good for the players as well to have a cup challenge, I think, isn't it? Yeah, 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 good. There's nothing like a cup final day. Hmm. So, yeah, we've got, we've got plenty to look forward to. Good. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a good, healthy league. Oh, that's excellent. So, what would happen if you can get promoted? Where would you go next? Well, I'll be honest with you, I haven't quite looked above. It's almost like take one step at a time. Um, the step up for us previous was South East Counties. Um, you end up playing a lot of, it depends how they split the divisions. Mm. When we entered it two years ago, it was predominantly a lot of Bristol sides. I think what they've done now is they've tried to restructure it and there might be a few more Swindon sides in sort of like the Eastern or the Western. So that's really the step up for us. But um, I think we'll see, see how we get on first. Well, absolutely. It's very early days to talk <laughs> about that. Yeah. 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 Good plan. So what's it like playing at... Um... Weymouth Street having a, a you know a decent pitch and everything else there. Yeah, uh, to be fair, I mean I know Graham, so I used to play football with Graham. So, uh, but no, yeah, the, the pitch is lovely, absolutely lovely. Yeah, I think it's one of the first things to get. The, well, the ladies, I was going to say girls, the ladies noticed when they got up there is is the pitch is such good quality. You know. And I think that's one of the things that's really sort of sold it to a lot of the players is, you know, we've, we've got a nice clubhouse, we've got a nice pitch, we've got a club that's willing to sort of support and, you know, if there's funding or sponsorship, you know, so it's, yeah, it's really good up there. And that's yeah. good. I believe you've been getting quite a few turn up to watch. I know the, the it was pre-season when I came up, but there's a, a fairly good crowd there. And I think you've had reasonable crowds since turn up. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've played five fixtures now, three friendlies. The three friendlies were up at Weymouth Street. 
and I didn't really count. Someone mentioned we sort of had about 80 people up there, which, which isn't a bad turnout. Yeah. You know, and alongside with your help, if, if we can sort of raise the profile even further, and, you know, we continue to do well, you know, hopefully the interest will grow. Yeah. And we'll, well, get a few, we'll get a few more people up there on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, and it's usually two o'clock kickoff. I think is the scheduled time, always, isn't it, on a Sunday? Yeah, always two o'clock. Always two o'clock, right? Brilliant. Always two o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. So when's your next match coming up? Yeah, we've got another home fixture this Sunday up at Weymouth Street. Yep. Um, it's a two. Well, I say two p.m. kickoff against Ch FC Chippenham. So yeah, if, if people want to come up, yeah, I like to think the football we're playing is good. You, you, I think you're almost guaranteed to see some goals. Yeah. Hopefully in the right end. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, two o'clock, Chippenham's uh, twenty-six. I think it is Sunday. There you go. It is indeed. It is yet yeah, twenty-sixth of September. So, if you listen to this podcast after that date, you'll have to look at the next match. But uh, if before, please come along. Do support uh, Warminster Town ladies, and in fact, football generally, because it's good to, to support non-league clubs. They they serve the community well, really, don't they? If you think about it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's giving people, you know, an opportunity not just to play football, but to volunteers. How are you doing on the volunteer front? Because it takes a lot more to run a club than just having a manager and a team of girls to play. Yeah, it's, it's been really promising. Um, you know, I've had, I'm fortunate to have Lewis Graham, Warmster Town player, come in on the coaching. Uh, Lewis is brilliant. You know, alongside with his job as a PT instructor, he's great with the, with the ladies. But he's been really good. Yeah, we've got a couple of ladies who are quite happy to tuck in and organise the friendlies. We've got someone else who's willing to get involved in the social media side of things. So I think all we really need to do now is just let it settle down, let the structure settle, and then we'll really establish who's doing what for the team. But yeah. it's, it's been really good so far. Good. Because there's a lot of hard work goes on behind the scenes, not just the 90 minutes on the pitch, isn't it? The... Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think some people underestimate what goes in. It is slightly easier for myself this year because the numbers we've got available and maybe not quite so much chasing around. It's a different problem to have this year. Uh, before we go, I'd just like to add one more thing. Um, obviously, we had a home game against Marlborough on Sunday. Um, one of our players, Carla Pereira, unfortunately picked up quite a serious injury. Um, be honest, I don't know the full extent of the injury, but it does look like she's going to be out for some period of time. So I'd just like to pass on best wishes to Carla from everyone at the club, everyone in the team and everyone in the squad and just wish her a speedy recovery and hopefully we can get her back on the pitch as soon as possible. Oh, so all the best, Carla. Well, thanks for that, Tim. And uh, yeah, best wishes to Carla. Uh, speedy recovery from everybody at Warminster Town Football Club. Um, it's It's... Sad when you get an injury like that because you're just flying along and then next minute you can't play for a while and uh, let alone the pain you feel as well. So uh, thanks for sharing that, Tim. I'm sure Carla will appreciate it. Thank you very much. No problem. Thank you very much. Uh, well, Tim, thank you ever so much for giving up your time to come on the podcast. We appreciate that. And uh, maybe we can have a chat in a, in a few weeks' time again to get an update on how things are going and where everything's heading. Yeah, absolutely fine. Yeah, look forward to it. No problem at all. Brilliant. Thank you very much indeed. No problem. Thank you. My thanks once again to Tim for taking part in the podcast. Now, please do look up Wormsley Town Football Club uh, 
website, wormsertownfc.com. You'll find uh, the lads' fixtures on there. We're going to get the ladies' fixtures on as soon as we possibly can as well for you. You'll see down the right-hand side of wormsertownfc.com the fixture list. So we're going to try and get all those fixtures for the ladies added on as soon as we can. And bear in mind, too, that they have their own Instagram account and Twitter account. So it's uh, Warminster LFC as the ladies' official Twitter account and Instagram. So do look them up. And uh, they use our Facebook page as well as the men's team. We share the Facebook page together. And, of course, we just really do want to promote ladies' football. Entry is free on Sunday. So if you want to go up on Sunday, please do so. If you'd like to make a donation, obviously you can see the club about that. But basically, we want to get people supporting the ladies' team. And uh, so far, so good. So thank you very much for doing that. Well, there goes the final whistle, and that brings this week's podcast to an end. We've hoped you enjoyed the Warmester Town Football Club supportive podcast. So before you go, if you haven't done so already, please do subscribe using your favourite platform. Thanks for listening.